Good morning. The Rishos, the Rishos, the Kailo, and the Manala Kailo. I'd like to start with a, a story that isn't very well known from the Shalas uh, Chuvas. And uh, along the way, we'll, uh, we'll see what, uh, which topic I'm interested in and why we're uh, exploring this story. So in the Shalas Chuvas Sharaf Raim, and I'll, I'll share a few details about him in a minute, in Simon Samach Dalad, he starts like this. Even though he doesn't say clearly, but this, he's quoting a question that he received. The questioner is telling the story from his perspective. That there was a gever chacham be'enav, a chacham, but someone who thinks he's a chacham, who darshaned on Shabbos in front of a big crowd, in front of a big call and audience. And uh, the drasha was drasha shel daifi, shalekalacha. And uh, just a lot of stuff he made up, made a mishmash. So, for example, he said that the Pasuk, it's uh, referring to Amalek. So, stuff like that. That's just to give you a taste. But uh, the really painful thing, the really upsetting thing is, is that there's a Pasuk, Hashem is telling Moshe that in the future you'll take the Yidna out of Mitzrayim, you'll serve Hashem. Serve Alikim, this mountain. So the Darshan said that uh, what's Tavdunas Alikim? It's not referring to our Sinai Matantaira, the good stuff. It's referring to the Chet Eagle that Hashem told Moshe in advance. Tavdunas Alikim, Allah Razah, you're going to serve the Eagle by our Sinai. He says Chalila, Chalila. First of all, that's what Hashem is telling Moshe. He's announcing to Moshe, you're going to you're going to serve the Eagle, and you're taking the word Alikim and you're uh, taking the word in the Kodesh Lachayah. And uh, besides, for the Etzim uh, problem, the Etzim Chet, but he's also, he's setting, a, he's starting a trend, and all the Hedjotim and Amiharets are also starting to take different Torah and be Moetzidam L'Choyl, and everyone's uh, just making stuff up. And uh, it's, 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 a, you know, it's a real problem, this this, this, this Darshan, Chesu Yediyasa, Chesu Yerushamayim. When I try to tell him that he did something wrong, he didn't back down. He's still uh, standing by what he said. And uh, this is what he says. He says that, uh, as long as you're darshaning, uh, whatever you say is good. And Chacham have the Kayach to Mitar the Tameh, to Mitami the Tahar. And this is what Rishayim always did. And he even mentioned Echad Menachdoshim, Asher Ba'aretz, that he looks to him as his. Example, you know, how dare he uh, associate this with that uh, Kaddish. So please let us know, Shah Ephraim, what should we do with this person? And uh, Shah Ephraim then, uh, I guess, is Makatsa, and he says that the uh, Maskana, he didn't just uh, send a question without any uh, suggestions. His proposal was that we definitely have to put this Darshan in Nidoi promptly. Okay, so the darshan sounds like a real, uh, a real isvar, and uh, the person who's asking the question sounds like the real tzaddik from the shtetl. So we'll see later if we can figure out who the darshan was. But in the meanwhile, who's the Shah Ephraim? So the Shah Ephraim, his name is Ephraim Rabbi Yaakov Akayin. He was born in Vilna in 1616. He was a Talmud of the Chalkas Mechikik. He was a colleague of the Shach. And uh, he became a daim in Vilna at a very young age. And then he uh, 
really sort of um, upgraded different Rabbanasan until he ended up in 1666 in the city of Buda. So Buda was known in German as often, was known in Turkish as Budin, and um, now Buda is the western part of Budapest, which is uh, a few cities merged together. Back then it was just uh, Buda, one of those names. Um, he's also, you might have heard of the Chacham Tzvi and the son of Yaakov Amdin. Chacham Tzvi was the grandson of uh, Mr. Ephraim Akhayan. Ephraim Akhayan's daughter was the Chacham Tzvi's mother. Um, and the Buddha itself was under Turkish rule. So uh, that's where Chacham uh, Tzvi also is an Ashkenazi. He's known as Tzvi Ashkenazi, but uh, he, uh, he studied in Saloniki. This, this started the trend in the family of dabbling in the uh, in Svardiness. Anyway, in the 1678, the uh, Shah Ephraim passed away in a Magefa at a relatively young age. The son writes Havdama that the uh, first uh, Shah Ephraim's oldest son passed away, and then the second son was sick, and the Shah Ephraim said, I'd rather be me than my, my son. And sure enough, he fell sick right away and passed away, and the son recovered. And ultimately, the son went on to, to print the safe for Shah Ephraim. And the uh, Shortly afterwards, two years later, the Austrians uh, recaptured Buddha from the Turks, and uh, I believe since then it's been in, it was in Austro-Hungarian hands. Anyway, so uh, that's the Shah of Rhyme in a nutshell. So that's who he is. So now the Chuva of the Shah of Rhyme, so right off the bat, he starts off with a Arichos regarding Nidui. If you have a Tzuvah Merabon, you have someone who's a Chashva Mensch, a Tamit Chacham, a Rav, something like that, do we uh, hasten to put someone like that in Nidoi if they uh, do something that you would otherwise put someone in Nidoi for? And uh, the Shah Ephraim, Chlal, he's Meirich in every topic that uh, comes to his desk and uh, goes through all the Svaris that could possibly be used to Shtalai and all the different Makairis uh, and Sugis. So, like, for example, over here, when I say the Zarechus, it's like 5,500 words about the Nidoi with Turim and Abana. So we're not going to get into that. He sums up, though, that the Megabe Nidui as a general, uh, as a general issue, that the Tzurvim Rabbanim based on as a Roshos to downgrade. Instead of putting him in Nidui, we can give him clap. And Bechlal, Chassidim Harishayim, from Gemara, it says they were always very proud that they never put a Tzurvim Rabbanim in Nidui, no matter what he did. And they always looked for a Schos to be Malamit Schos. Um, so, so now let's actually discuss the issue at hand. What, what's my take about this uh, story that you described to me? So he says, you say that he said, talking about the Ego. Now, um, we know, of course, that Alekim, everywhere in Torah, is a shame Kaidash. You know how to erase it. I mean, it's Kedusha, except a few places that the Gemara discusses. And then actually, he goes off into a whole side discussion regarding this Parsha, because right in the beginning of the Parsha, you have uh, so you look at Rashi, Rashi says there's a whole discussion right here in this parasha about this word, is it Kedush or is it Chayel? So he says he has a whole uh, a whole shtickle tater on that because there's a Tesis about this in Shabbos and the question is what's the Tesis adding to the Gemara and Kedushin and he says oh I've already been discussing this for years copies and pastes a whole shtickle on that okay back to this topic it says, to your question, was it appropriate to darshan the puzzle like this? So he says, definitely not. You're right. But he's a servant made Whoever was, whoever was talking is clearly a Tamil Chacham. 
And we know that you're supposed to be Malam Tzchos. So this is going to be my attempt to be Malam Tzchos, even though I agree that the drasha should never have been given. He says, first of all, could be he wasn't mamish darshaning the word Alekim and saying that Alekim is Chorim. Could be he was darshaning the S, the S in Shabbatayra. It says, Tavdun Esa Alekim. So maybe he's saying that the S is being Meshatif, Shem Shemayim, there's a combination here. It'll serve Hashem and Arsene, and it'll also be an eagle thing. Maybe that's more appropriate. He says, the truth is that uh, I would still not think that's appropriate to say, but uh, then I would say that he's for sure not high of Nidoy, not even with being Muhammad even without that. If he had said it that way, then there wouldn't be uh, Nidoy uh, territory. Um, and then Esa'am, he says, maybe Esa'am, you could say the Am is referring to the Yidin, and Esa'am is in Marv the Eid of Rav. So he's saying the Am, the Yidin are going to serve Alekim Hashem, and Esa'am are going to serve Esa Alekim. So that's Alim Tzchos. Because you had other times, you said this is the Chutzpah towards Moshe, because it says Ta'avdun, you're going to serve. So he's being Kailo Moshe, Moshe is included here, he's also serving the Ego. So uh, he says, yeah, you have a good point, but uh, here there's even more uh, more of a defense. I don't want to get into it because it's the whole Indian of Jerush, but uh, it says by the eagle, that the Moshe was Nisnada because uh, they blamed him that he had accepted the Erev Rav, and the Erev Rav ultimately caused the eagle, so Moshe shoulders some blame. So uh, sometimes we do blame Moshe to some extent. So if you want to say, that he's including Moshe, if, you, if everything else is uh, okay, and your problem is that he's including Maisha. Well, I don't know if that's a problem. You have another time that you said, Yediyam Bechira. If you said that, if you're saying that Hashem is in advance, that the Yidin are going to serve the eagle, then, uh, then what happened to the whole concept that we have free will and we can do whatever we want? This is already up a crisis. So that's sure not a problem. Because you have the same question on the, the Pasuk. Hashem says, when they're going to go into Eretz Canaan, Hashem says in advance they're gonna they're gonna you know serve a very desire. And uh, that's the Rambam, that's the Rambam and the Raivid, the famous Rambam and the Raivid in uh in Ilchis Tshuva. And the Rambam said, Dash Tshuva Shail Zuaruch Mirzmida, and the Raivid said, what are you talking about? And uh, each one with their approach. And these with signed a few other Makaris talk about Yudhiyah and Bakir, but whatever, the Yudhiyah Bakir, that's an old issue, and uh, we already know that Hashem predicts things are gonna happen in the future, so uh that wouldn't be a problem here for the ego. So, the only problem is that I agree to you is the Atzim Drasha to take Hashem's name, to take the Elikim, and to Darshan on the ego, so we have to we have to tell them all. Back to the Nidui. So, earlier he spoke in general terms. What about in this scenario? So he says, you wrote to me that he's a Bar Nidui. Because it's no different than the story in Shulchan Aruch. What's the story in Shulchan Aruch? It's actually a good riddle. Where in Shulchan Aruch does the Beis Yosef, does Machaber interrupt in the middle of the Sif, in the middle of the regular Simon in Shulchan Aruch? He says a Maisa with names. It's a very interesting uh, marker. So in uh, in Ilchus Kriyas Atayr and Simon Kuf Mamalaf, Dine Kaireva Makra. So in the last Sif, in Sif Ches, it says that every word that's a Kriyan Aksiv, Halach Lamaish Misina, you have to write the Ksiv. And you have to read the Cree. That's what you do. Then the Mechaber writes, and I didn't find that the story even appeared in a source beforehand. He seems to be the source for the story. 
He read it. He read the Ksiv. He insisted on reading the Ksiv. He didn't want to read the Kri. He didn't believe in the Kri. Ksiv seems more authentic to him. It's in the Torah. It was Mefnei G'dayli Adar, Harabonim, Rav Yitzhak Abuav, Varav Rav Avram Valensi, Varav Rav Shmuel Valensi, B'noi Zechreinu Mavracha. It was, uh, he had real uh, chutzpah. He wasn't just doing it in his own uh, little vinkle. He was doing it in front of the G'dayli Adar. The history boy, Shiyikra Kafiyah Masayra, they warned him, you have to read the Quran to the Masayra, you have to read the Kree. And he uh, insisted that he didn't want to. They put him in Hidoy and they uh, threw him out. That's the story that Bechaba writes in Shulchan Aruch. So uh, you cited the story, and you said, Kavachaymer over here, for sure, Shuroi Eloinish Gadol. So Sharpram says that. Calm down, Lanias Daiti, it's not a die, because it says over there, the history boy. They warned him, and he didn't listen. That, that itself is a big chutzpah. You're not listening to the Gedalim, they're telling you something and you're ignoring. So, uh, that's what's much worse than this. And Vada, uh, also there's Asra there, and there's no Asra here. Ah, you're going to tell me there's a part in the Gemara that a Chavar in Sarah Asra, that if you're dealing with a Talmud Chacham, so he's already, uh, he knows already what's right or wrong. He doesn't need a surah. No, that's not the maskana. The Allah is chavar tzarech hasurah. So uh, can't compare. So oh, you try to bring another guy that is chayiv nidoy. Said the Rambam has a list of 24 things that you're chayiv nidoy on. It's, it's in the Rambam, it's in the Torah. Um, it's my Shem ben Shatach who said the chayne ma'adol, umali chayne atla gizrani alacha nidoy. You deserve nidoy for what you did. And one of the 24 things is, so you're claiming this is a situation, you're being maybe that I'm being machshal others. And uh, he quotes this, the Gemara that uh, Rabbi had a maid. She saw a man was uh, beating up his adult son. And she said that he should be bishamta because it's an evil that your uh, adult son is going to hit you back. And uh, Gemara says that Shifcha Shabbos Rabbi Leinagu Chacham Kalas Reish Beniduya Shalei Shanim. Even though she's just a Shifcha, but Shifcha Shabbos Rabbi, they uh, they respected her need. She was the one who put the guy in. He didn't respect it for three years. So uh, so this guy is tying the Kol Shikain. Uh, such a situation here. Derasha Shaldefi. So Sharifam says, let's take a look at history. Let's see uh, some similar examples in history where people uh, said inappropriate things in public, and let's see how uh, people uh, responded. First example is the Rashba. The Rashba famously had a big uh, controversy with the people of Provence. Provence the, was a region in, south, in southern France, near Spain, and they were very, very into Meir uh, Nevuchim, Shita Sarambam. They were very into adapting the Tashkafa and applying it across the board. What's the Ramam Tashkafa? So uh, the Ramam Tashkafa, the way you understand it, from Marina Vuchim and the other Svarim, is very into Greek philosophy and uh, using those as the, those ideas as the Yisraelis of the Tashkafa and how he interprets Psukim and Mar Chazal. And the um, Ramam gives some general gu- guidelines as to how he thinks things should be interpreted. And he says he was going to write a whole sefer about it, and in the end he didn't because he doesn't think it's necessarily uh, good for public consumption. But uh, they took it around with it, and they were uh, applying uh, the Rambam's uh, approach, as they understood it, to all kinds of new ideas, and it was getting very controversial. So um, the Rashba intervened, he reached out, and ultimately he sent a Ksav Cherem. What's the Cherem, though? The Cherem was, he says, that uh, we're hearing that uh, they're undermining Torah, it's getting worse and worse, getting out of hand, the Drashas, they're, they're saying in public, 
And um, for example, he says, it's very uh, relatively famous that uh, they're saying Avram and Sarah are an, are an allegory. Uh, Sarah is the Chaymer, Avram is the Tzura. So it's the 12 Shvatim and the 12 Mazel. This is what I'm hearing. This is, what they're, this is how they're speaking. This is how they're darshaning in Providence. So uh, it says, even though if they're very the Zara, I guess he means even the, the Christians, the other, uh, they, they, don't, they don't deny the story. They, they deny other things. But uh, here you're turning the whole story into an allegory. This is this is terrible. So that's why he uh, he sent a chaylem that shleyumudu b'leilameidu oisan achachmes that sheyuyu alayim damalamid ben esrim b'chomei shana ba'achas shimali kresi madat me adani atera. So this is uh, it's actually very influential till today to one extent or another. You have variations of this regarding philosophy, regarding Kabbalah. This idea that uh, certain branches of uh, Jewish knowledge are off limits should be withheld. That was this uh, very, very large, influential controversy. So uh, what happened was that after the Rashba sent this, uh, sent this letter, sent this chedem, so he got a very long response, the Ksavis Natslos from Rabbi Daya Bedersi, Bedershi. He, was, uh, he lived in province. He represented the, the people that followed the Shita. And uh, he uh, took offense at how the Rashba was uh, describing what was going on. And uh, it's part of, uh, you have the, the Rajmi, you have the Ksavis Natslus. So in the Ksavis Natslus, he says as follows. He says that uh, it's simply not true. They're telling you that uh, we're going around saying that the historian Tanakh of Ram and Sarah is Kramer and Surah. Not what happened. I'll tell you what happened. He says we have the Shita of the Rambam, that uh, every Maimar Chazal, that every Ag- Agadita that seems too, uh, too fantastical, that you can't take it as a literal story. You have to say that it's an allegory. That's what the Rambam said. And uh, if you just take it literally, then you're not adding, you're not giving any covet to Chazal by saying that every Agatha uh, is, is literal. This is the Rambam writes for Fedish. However, the Rambam said, you don't necessarily have to be uh, mafits every Taich uh, Barabam. So he says, the story that the, the Darshan was talking about was, uh, was about the Mice of Rabbana. You have the Mice of Rabbana, Haimatzai Ma'erta, he was going and uh, looking for Kvarim, for ancient Kvarim. And he came to Maras Machpela. And he saw that uh, he saw how the office, how they looked. Avram's head was in Sarah's lap, etc. So this is the kind of story that Darshan said that uh, can't take literally. Why would the office be lying like that? It's not appropriate to, to say that that's uh, literal. So he said, "Okay, this is what this is how we're going to teach it." And he says, "This is how, and this is why we're in trouble because of this Darshan. This is this is how it all got uh, out of out of control, out of hand." It says the Ma'ara is the marshal for Elam Hazar. And Rabbana was being mitzayin, Ma'aras HaTadikim, it means he was looking to see what are the madregas of the ultimate, the shleimim, what are they like in the Ma'ara? What are they like in Elam Hazar? And he says, Avram is the Seichel, Avram is the Tzura, the Seichel. And uh, now he, he should have had the ultimate Seichel, the ultimate uh, specimen, uh, intellect. But yet, Seichel, even the ultimate Seichel, has shortcomings. Tnuma, Shikha, Shibush. Seichel in this world is not perfect. So it says, that's from sleeping in the mashal. The Seichel is sleeping. What's the reason for that? The reason for that is the, the Chaymer. The Chaymer of drags the Seichel down. So that's why Avram, the Seichel, is sleeping. He's not uh, 100% in the lap of Sarah, the lap of Chaymer. 
in the Ma'ara in Ramaza, and uh, once a person, the Shama, departs from the Ma'ara, we'll go back to the Ebishter, so then you leave all the Chasreinas behind. And uh, what about all the other details in the story? Ah, the Ramam said that um, sometimes the extra details in the story are there to cover it up. It's meant to be a secret. Why are they telling it like an allegory? Clearly, Chazal want to teach these deep ideas as secrets. So they added additional details to make it sound like a story, and that way only uh, the really wise are going to figure out what the Pshad is. This is the Ramam Shita. You shouldn't be medayak in the Pratim. It comes up sometimes in the Kutasichas, where uh, the Rebbe will, uh, you know, Rebbe's always are into every Prat in the Maimar Chazal has to shtim. And quote the Rambam, I remember come across this where he quote the Rambam is Taich and it doesn't stim with all the Pratim. But yeah, the Rambam actually is Shita Milchatchila was that uh, not all the Pratim have to stim. Because that's what the Darshan said in, in province. And I, I have, you know, it's sort of reconstructing, he says, I'm reconstructing what he said, but that's basically what he said. And he, yeah, he should have been quiet. He should never have given that drasha. It's causing us so many, so many headaches now. And Itaka spread. People who heard this, who shouldn't have heard it, who weren't in a place, a position to understand what he was saying, heard it. And that's how the Rashba ends up hearing down the road that in province they say that Abraham and Sarah are an allegory. It wasn't Abraham and Sarah. It was a story in Chazab or Abraham. Okay. And also the, the 12 Shvatma, the 12 Mazalas, never heard anyone say that. Also seems to be a misunderstanding. And there's a certain incident where someone said something and someone responded. It was not it was the opposite. It wasn't the so Khalila Khalila, no one's uh, uh, doubting uh, Tanakh here in province. And of course it's the Israel of Yiddish guy. Now it's possible, even if Rubadaya was being honest, it's possible that ultimately the excesses of this Shita did lead, I think, to some who uh, may have also uh, taken the Shita to Tanakh. Anyway, so that's the, the, the background, that's the story that uh, the Shah Ephraim quotes. And he says, so look at that whole story, and he's blaming the Darshan, the Darshan, Darshan about Rabbana, and it caused all these problems. And yet, no one's talking about putting the Darshan in Nidui. Not the, not the Vidaya, not the Rashba. And the Rashba actually says, in that, in his original Tzav Chedem, that I've been warning you for years already, I've been working on this for years, and, and we're not getting anywhere, and that's why I'm finally making a Chedem on, on not learning till 25. So, uh, Sai didn't put the guy in Nidui, Sai, there was a lot of Asra. Then he gives another historical example. He says, you have the Marit, Yosef Mitrani. So even though he has uh, an Italian name, but uh, they already, uh, the family already lived in Eretz Yisrael. In Fas, lived with the Chacham Bashi in Turkey. So he has a, a mice also about a Chacham Shadayrish Barabim. What's that Chacham Darshaning about? The Chacham is Darshaning Barabim that Shekomi Shaisik Patayra ain't Shailam Yimenu Shum Chesh Ben Boyal Mahavo. If you learn Taira, you get a free pass. Straight into Boyal Mahavo. This is his catchphrase. This is what he always says. Uh, and he says, the Zara, the Zara says, the man, the shtal, the bayraista, loy mizboy minay dina klal. Yeah, yeah, it's in the Zara. So, um, so, so some people say, you know, people don't know how to react. Some say, la'atzmei hudayrish. He's uh, talking to himself. And some, uh, some are quiet and they, they believe it. And uh, some say, how could it be true? And uh, he's saying this in front of uh, the Hamoy, he's saying this in front of the, the Mamish, the masses. He says, we have, to, we have to quiet this guy, we have to shut him up. Um, it's worse than uh, Megillah, Masechus Megillah, the Mishnahis, you have, well, Amir this, Meshatkin, I say, certain things are inappropriate, you have to silence them. Uh, here's Chil Hashem, even if he's a Gavra Rava. And this is Mamish, this is plaster, deeper Sada Hashem, this is outrageous what this guy is saying, the Marit says. Um, basically, what you learn isn't important, what your actions are important, 
Pachas Teda Tshuva Meisim Teivim, and then he brings a tremendous number of Moir Chazal that talk about the importance of Meisa, how a person who learns Teda comes to Shemayim, and they ask him this, and they ask him that. He says, I, I saw, there's one source in Gemara I could see in support for this guy. It says in Chagiga, Talmud Chacham Ein Ur Shel Gehenim Sheletas Boi, Kavachayim Ur Misalamandra. Sounds like, oh, so even if he deserves Gehenim, the Gehenim isn't uh, Sheletas Boi. There's no, I'll touch it like this. That as long as you're within the fire of Taira, then you're saved from sin. Once you leave the fire of Taira, so then you'll be nichshel bechet. So ain't urshel gehenim shelo by means it's saving him from sinning in the first place. But avada tamid chacham are going to have to give a din v'chashbin for everything. Yisim yishar bnei adam, and who would believe a zayar? Just take it literally like that. Who what kind of uh, fool would do that? And, so the end of, and then in the end, I found the zayar. The hagbiu sefer zayar got a copy. And uh, it's clear, it's the same thing. It saves you. Then you have you won't have any din. So that's uh, another example in, in the Charles of Shovis where a uh, guy was caught saying wildly inappropriate things in public. And he says, also to plaster. But the Marit never mentioned anything about the uh, Nidre. So back to this, uh, back to this instance, because you're right. Again, I agree with you that for these kinds of uh, drushes, in, in, in theory, Nidre might be an appropriate response. I actually do agree with you. But someone who's consistent, someone who's doing this habitually, and we're warning him, and he's ignoring the warnings, then we can uh, advance, we can escalate to Nidre. I, you said that there's a Gemara that says that everyone who hears it has to be menadim right away, or else you're benidui. It says, Hashemeya haskar Hashem, if you hear someone uh, cursing Hashem, then you have to, then you have to put him benidui. If not, then you're benidui. That's not literal. It means uh, you're right to be benidui. How could you be worse than the guy who did it himself? And now we get to the topic that uh, I actually wanted to discuss. Uh, the Indian of Teichacha. It says, that even though uh, you're saying that uh, you already confronted him and you were mechiachem and he's still sticking by his guns, he's not uh, backing down. You should know that it's Gemara Erechen that it says, said, I wonder if there's anyone who actually knows how to do Techacha properly. Because you have to do it right. It says, I like you for you to do it right though. About how sensitive you have to be, you have to do it in the kindest, nicest way, quietly, privately, and only slowly do you escalate. Even then, it sounds like you should never really uh, blow it up too much. Also, listen to the Taichacha, then uh, we'll have to go to Basin, we'll do Asrava Basin, that'll be the next step. And uh, I'll get back to the Teichacha in a bit. Um, it says, Ah, you taina, that's Pashna Miksha. Pashna people heard the Drasha, and now they think that this is Mehashemis Hanim Chakim. We can go erase, we can go over Chumashem now and erase the word Alekim and the Tavdanus Alekim Alahar Azah. So Rashad Franz says, You're right. So this is talk a very big concern. We have to uh, take action to make sure that doesn't happen. So, uh, but it shouldn't be Nidoy. So, what I would suggest is, is that if people are taka, they're taking, getting the wrong message, and this is Meshem Esanim Chakim, so he should get up and he shouldn't be ashamed. He should say, the Drasha that I said was Rak Derech Halotzi, it was just a Vertel. 
but I wasn't actually big mahapach divalekim chayim taking Hashem's name and turning it into something else. Talzin Asalekim is talking about the real Alekim, the talk of Bal Yechelis, Bal Kaychis Kulam, it's in the Shemesh and Machakim. I, the Gemara says that sometimes who said the person who heard it the first time is going to hear the, the disclaimer the second time. Whatever we can do, we'll do. And when you mentioned that, he said also that Zeis Taita Sa'ela is Amalek. Well, I think in the beginning it quoted a different possible. Here he quotes it. You said Zeis Taita Sa'ela is Amalek. I, said, I don't know what that's about. You didn't explain what, what, what how, what. How did he get from there to Amalek? So I can't comment because uh, you really didn't uh, specify. And, and there's more correspondence in this, uh, in this episode, but the Zeis Taita Sa'ela never comes up again. Um, well, I guess we'll never know. Uh, we, may, we may never know what that was about. But it's interesting, actually. I, I searched a bit. In Dafka, in the Erat Torah of the Tzemach Tzedek, uh, in Rishima, and Tzavis B'nai Yisrael, Mark Lehm, with Korban Yilachmi, in the Erat Torah of Pinchas, Tzemach Tzedek actually says, you have Tzav de Kedusha and Tzav de Sitrachah, Tzavta, Tzavta Bechivah. And this Tzav is about all the other Tzav. And then the Tzemach Tzedek says, Okay, Governor, Yesh, Beis Pirushim, Inyan Zeis, Pedas Ha'ela, Hi Ha'ela, Ha'alef, that's Knesset Yisrael, Hi Ha'ela, Lamayla. One burns the other. Anyway, but so it's interesting that Dafka Tzemachtadek says it as very befetish. Uh, it'll be interesting also to see if anyone subsequently Darshan Tavdin Sali Kim like this or other Sukkim with Hashem's name with Ali Kim in it. That's a, bit of, a much bigger project to, to look into. But anyway, that's the end of the Shiva basically. That. Uh, this is this is my uh, take on the matter. Ephraim says, and uh, he signs his name. Okay, so you'd think that uh, okay, like I said, who's the darshan? Probably some Eisvark, and then and the person asking the question is a bit sad. So actually, here's the twist. There's a sefer Edus Biyahisef by a rav. His name is Agresif Almosnino or Almosnino. He lived around the same time in the 1600s. Uh, he was born in Yerushalayim, but he ended up in Belgrade in Serbia. And he was the rabbi there for 20 years, from the 1660s to the 1680s. And uh, he, he died relatively young because two years after the Austrians captured Buddha, they also captured uh, Belgrade. And they, uh, they took all the Hashvayidin, uh, they schlepped them to Nicholsburg. And uh, he ended, the ended up uh, passing away uh, in the midst of that. But anyway... But at, that, at that time, Belgrade was, a very, was considered a very Khashiva community, Khashiva Sephardic community under Turkish rule. And he was considered a Khashiva Paisik. It's be Isif as a Khashiva Sefer Charles of Shilas from that time. And if you look at a Sefer in Khalik Bey, Similamid Bey, it turns out that who's the Darshan? He's the Darshan, the, the chief rabbi of Belgrade. And both sources, they don't mention who the person who's going after him is. Although in Edus Biyahis, in one place, he seems to refer to him as Moshe, but I haven't seen anyone really discuss this whole episode, so I haven't seen that anyone who might be in a position to know has suggested anyone <laughs> who might be. Anyway, so both of them are very Chashver Rabbanim. They have existing, uh, the other Tshuvas, the exchange between them, they had existing lines of communication as two Chashver Rabbanim. So it's actually pretty awkward over here that uh, who's, the, who's being uh, near the over here? Mm-hmm. So the Kanoi, whoever he was, he reached out to the Shire of Rhyme. And the Edisbi Yosef, the country that he has there, is addressed to Rabbi Moshe ben Benisht, ben Benisht, who was the Rav in Constantinople at the time. Um, but it seems that he also sent the whole country to the Shire of Rhyme as well, because the next Shuvah in the Shire of Rhyme is a response. So I'll try to keep it a lot shorter. So um, the Edisbi Yosef tells the whole story. It's more or less 
accurate that he darshan it that way. He explains the questions that he had, the diukim, and how he got. Uh, it says uh, Hashem is talking, and then it says Tavdin Asolikim Guf Shlishi. Should have said Tavdin I see. That was the main diuk. The other diukim. So the whole mahalach that he has, and he didn't see a problem. He still doesn't see a problem. And he describes how this guy was going after him and trying to destroy his life, and he keeps on defending himself against all the time. Um, doesn't see a problem with Moshe being included in Tavdun, for example, same defense. And it's, just, it's simply no problem. He says the Torah uses the word Alekim itself as Choyal in so many places. The Torah does that. Um, and the Zayar explains that because the Klippas get uh, unique from Shem Alekim, so Akadikach, the Klippas can call themselves Alekim themselves. There's also, I found the Sefer Avas Oilam. There was someone contemporary of Shleim Al Ghazi, he was a Roman Turk in Yerushalayim. Um, his safe was printed a bit early. He lived around the same time. His safe was printed uh, 20, 30, 40 years earlier. Um, and the safe for Avas Oilam, he darshins on the Pasuk, Loma Yemen Wagoyim, Ayeno Alehem, Velehen of Ashamayim, Koshachaf, it's also, he has a few diokum, and he says that Velehen of Ashamayim isn't a contrast. It's not saying, Ayelehem, Velehen of Ashamayim, we know, no. They say, where is the Yiddish God? And they say, and our Gechkes, our gods, they are in Shemayim. We know where our God is. He's in Shemayim. The Shemash, the Yireach, right there. But where the, where's the Yiddish God? That's how he touches the, the Pasuk in Nava Salem. Stam, just uh, casually. Is he also a Kaifer? Are we, uh, we you know, searching for Kaifer now? Because I also says, he also says, I found the part in the Arizal. The Arizal says in the Pasuk, Zivayach Olekim Yachram. So you're not supposed to be Zivayach Olekim, because the Pasha that is you're, you're being Zivayach to other gods. So he says, I found that the Arizal Darshan Olekim, Parket Lashim Kaidesh, and Mikomakim Zivayach Olekim Yachram. Why? Because the whole Karban is always says, Lashem, Lashem, Lahavaya. It doesn't say Olekim. It's Bedavka, because Lahavaya is Kulay Kaidesh. Now, Olekim, so if you're making of a carbon to Lekim, the Amish there, the Avedazar is also uh, in the picture. Ah, it says by Yisrael, there's one place, it says by Yisrael, Yeah, Gerem, well, you know, you know you have a Ger Leisen, you have to be careful, this is the kind of mistake a Ger would make, that uh, he would bring a carbon to Lekim. All the shame that he's on. Oh, good question. It doesn't quote that. It doesn't cite that pasuk. So, uh, didn't come up. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I mean, no, ultimately, no one's arguing that. What about Allah himself is going to say he wasn't uh, saying something's not kaidish. He's just showing that Alikim has this connotation of kaidish and chayil, and you see these drashas that people seem comfortable darshaning in them like that way. Alikinu Hashemayim was even worse because Alikinu was always referring to the Yiddishai. Where do you see Alikinu as the very desire? So he says, I didn't say you could erase it. I wasn't uh, saying Alpi Pshad, I was saying Alpi Drash. Can you go and erase Valikenu because of the Avasailam? Can we go and the word Alikim, Zavech Alikim Yachim Kredish now because Arizal said a word? No. And then he also says, talking about Nidri and Taifacha. He says, let's say I was wrong. Let's say I was 100% wrong. This is how you treat me. You see. The Rebbeisi says in the Gemara, "Akiva, Akiva, Masei Atoes Shchina Choyel." I will give a darshan something, and he said, uh, "You're making the Shchina Choyel." Nothing, nothing about Nidoy. So Sumchus was retired. The Sheretz for Kufnun Taimim. Did they say that? Oh, he's a Dairish Drasha Shol Dairish Shalei Kalacha. 
Shimon Hamsaini was Dirish Kolasim Shibataira until he got stumped. And it says, uh, he understands that uh, Shimon Hamsaini uh, was Pirish from his whole project. He said, the whole project has been debunked. So uh, he spent uh, who knows how long darshing all these Essen, and then it turns out it's all wrong. Did anyone say that he deserves to, he's in Shalom? He said, Fakai, the Kabul Schar. I get Schar for the Drisha, I get Schar for the Prisha. There's actually, I found there's actually a story, Mamish, like this in Yerushalmi Sukkot. It says there that uh, Yerushalmi, that we have this Rebbe Yezer, I think he quotes it as Shem Ben Elazar, that uh, a very desire of Rebbe Yisrael by Yam. And even when the Yidim were crossing the Yam, so they really had a very desire with them. How do we know this? My time, it says in Shmuel, V'pnei Amcha, Asher Padiso, L'cham, Mitzrayim, Doim, Ve'lehav. So he's saying that Doim, Ve'lehav, that they were they're leaving with their with very desire. So it's like literally the same uh, scenario. You don't see that he put him in Khairam. Then he brings interesting chuva from the Radbaz. Another uh, interesting uh, example of mystery. Radbaz was the Rav Mitzrayim. He says that someone was darshaning Barabim that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu had uh, an early kiss problem. There were, there were people who secretly believed that uh, Moshe is God. And the Radbaz is outraged. Uh, how dare he say this? Even that could be that he only means the Erevrav were saying this. You know, you can blame, blame anything on the Erevrav. But, uh, but still, I mean, why are you, you know, why are you making stuff up like that? And uh, it's considered a God of and just making things up. Um, these people, he seems to be talking about people from Europe, people from Eisen, Hamalchius, they keep on coming up with this kind of stuff. So it's not okay. But uh, I'm, I'm keeping quiet. I can't don't talk to them. They keep on coming up with these uh, these bad luck. He says, "Now is he does he deserve a punishment for saying this? For uh, is this a chutzpah connected to Moshe Rabbeinu? Because it says also gets punished. So if Moshe is considering Moshe a nevod, then uh, you're essentially suggesting that Moshe is deserving a punishment. And uh, his whole word was Meichal Moshe's pnei Hashem leikav." That Hashem, Hashem told Moshe that even if they think I'm a god, it doesn't matter. As long as I know the truth that you're the real god, not me, that's how he, he touched it. Why, why would Moshe say that to Hashem? Moshe should have uh, gone after them. If there's a problem, if there's a problem in, the, in, in their midst, he went after the eagle. He made a whole punishment for the the, the, the eagle. Why didn't he? Uh, why wouldn't he go after this? Anyone who uh, this, declares anything to be an avodah it's a problem. So he says the only reason why we shouldn't punish this guy. Is the place who Taya be He's Pashat so mistaken, he's so deeply mistaken. He says, It's no different than someone who's Kaifer, even in the Ikri Hadas, because of a mistake. We don't call him a Kaifer. That itself is a very big discussion that's been going for hundreds of years. But the Rabbah says with Pshitos that if a person made a mistake with Ikri Hadas, there was a, an honest mistake. We don't call him a kaifer. For example, the Ema Sheikh, the Yisrael, and Gemara, the person who said Ema Sheikh, the Yisrael, didn't call him a kaifer. He made a mistake. So uh, if this guy made a mistake, then uh, what can we do? But if you get Aiden that he said this and that, and uh, tell him in my name that it's wrong, and uh, you know, then maybe we can uh, you know escalate. So that's the Radbaz. So uh, here the Aiden Spirit is quoting it on himself. Let's say I'm a terrible guy. Let's say I'm like I'm like that guy. What did the Radbaz say? The Radbaz just said that. Uh, didn't really uh, come to any conclusion. He didn't say to go after him. He said, yeah, you can. What can you do? And anyway, I wasn't saying it like that guy that uh, as a fact. I was darshaning, and it's just one eifin and drash. And uh, 
means someone is maliciously looking to do Averis and he's making up drashas that justify his Averis, his behavior. I'm just trying to, for answer Pesukim, I, I had a question, why does it say Tav bin Asalikim? And maybe not the Kratos would uh, make issues out of this Pasuk. And I came up with a nice taich to find for the Pasuk. What do you want from me? Here comes the Teichacha. He says, and the way, he did, the way this guy did Teichacha is absolutely not the way you do it. It shouldn't have been for Hesia. First of all, I've based in Shesarach. He's not supposed to deal with it for Hesia. Why is he standing in the middle of the shoal and screaming at me? And I, it says, but Kalayim, and if you see someone wearing Kalayim, you're supposed to tear it off him. So first of all, he wants to tell you that even if you tear it off him, it doesn't mean you also have to scream at him and call him names. Tear it off him and walk away. Also, there he's wearing the kalim, so you're actually saving him from wearing kalim. Here, it's after the, the story happened already. Come to me quietly and, and, and tell me that you have, that you have an issue. What's the But the Ramah writes, and the whole say there is. You start, even beheaded, regular guy, to start to say, sir, and then you ask away. Which your friend also brought up. Um, and then he goes into a whole discussion about the Talmud, how a Talmud should be which is a whole issue on its own. And when he gets back to the point, he says that uh, you can't just uh, be mazals like that, especially Barabim. And again, the Kalayim Meshuk, he gives a third point. He says, that's only B'mezid. But B'shegig, we hold Allah, you let the guy walk home. You don't embarrass him. Everyone agrees I'm a Meshuk here. So he should have treated me nice. Well, honestly, shame is Kaifer B'ikr. Shanim is Bayesh Ben. Call me a Kaifer B'ikr. It's embarrassing to me. I don't like that. And it says in the morning, Yerav got punished for Dafka being Mechiach Shlema Barabim. And he says, anyway, who's making the Chil Hashem? I didn't make the Chil Hashem. Everyone who listened to my Dasha thought it was a Kiddush Hashem. He made the Chil Hashem by jumping and making the whole scene. And anyway, this guy, he's been praised for the Mumai because this guy is known for other antics and shenanigans. And I'll tell you that actually, two years ago, the Rabbanim of Kushta of Constantinople actually were machim him without naming him. Because they actually were concerned about Chil Hashem. They didn't want to shame him. So they were nice to him. But I'm telling you that he's actually uh, not so besedim. So he sent this whole shiva to this response to Befraim. And the Befraim responds in the second shiva and say, this time directly to Rabbi Yosef. He says, I have to tell you that he actually reached out to me already and he didn't tell me your name. Um, and I, that time, first I was shocked. Who could say such a thing? And I, I, knew, I, mean, I knew this was coming from Belgrade, but I couldn't imagine that it could be you. And if it was you, then he must be lying on what you said. Taka, I'm shocked that you would have said such a thing. Although I defended you at great length. Um... He agrees with him on, on the Teichacha, that uh, you have to do it to say, sir. Um, he was not right what he did. Um, he also talks about the Gemara and Kalayim, and he mostly agrees with the Gesef that either we say it's only the Meizen, uh, or only if it's Meshaz Meisen, Al-Akhra Meisen. He says, um, but, but, but Rafaim sticks to his guns, though. Even though he's talking to the Gesef directly, he doesn't back down. He says, what you said was problematic. You said the Zayar says that Alekim has association with Avedazara? No, Alekim is always Kaidish. From Alekim, there's a Shtalshlot of Avedazara. But Alekim itself, how can you say that every Alekim has the Mashmoth of Avedazara? The Avas Ailam you quoted that died Darshan by the Kingdom of Hashemayim, he says, I don't have the Sefer, but if the Sefer says what you say it does, and look it up, it does say that, then I don't like the Sefer. Why a half of Avas Ailam? I don't have Avas Ailam for the Sefer. And uh, he needs the slich of a kapara also. Uh, I'm not going to back them. And Arizal, no, Arizal couldn't have darshan the Likim that way. You take a Likim, which is a very desire, and say that it's, no, it must have been from the Sefer. 
says, Bilti la Hashem levadai, Bilti la Havaya levadai. Now, there is a Muslim darshan from Bilti la Havaya levadai, that every carbon has to be la Havaya, and not like him. So, Pasuk should have said, Zavech lelikim yachrom, Bilti lelikim levadai. Contrast the two lelikims. Why did it switch to Havaya? Because you shouldn't talk a bimakrav to lelikim. But you can say that same drasha without changing the meaning of the word lelikim and saying, Kaydashchor. The Chidah actually discusses later, a hundred years later, he discusses this uh, Arizal. He says, where's this Arizal? Never found the Arizal. And however, there is a Zer Chadash, a Medrashan element Zer Chadash that says something like this. But ultimately, he says, in Indina, I agree with the Shara Ephraim. You shouldn't make, be making Dirash like this. Um, and um, he says, absolutely, I think this is a re- real issue. People that are there are going to think that it, you're, you're saying that the Kredish is Choyal. And that Yushalmi Sukkah, that where he said, that's the Raya against you. Because <laughs> the punchline of the Yushalmi is, don't do that. Sure, there's no need to, you're right. But it also says, don't do that. Don't Darshan going really cov however you want. And your whole question, uh, why, is it, why does it say Tavdin Asalikim? Why does it say Tavdin AC? It's not a question. Lots of Sukkim are like that, where it switches. Uh, it says, um, It starts off third person, Hashem Lekach, and it switches. That's not a problem. Again, I recommend, I highly recommend that you get up in public and you say that anyone got the wrong idea, that this is not, uh, we're not changing the halacha here, the halacha stays the same, this is uh, Shem Kaidesh, it's Takah uh, Bali Yechelas, it was just a Derech Halatza, and that's the end of the discussion. What happened afterwards, uh, I don't think we know. So the reason why I went into this whole uh, story was really because I wanted to discuss the topic of Teichacha, La Halacha, and the fee hour, especially the hour Shita. And Teichacha is relevant to us really in three ways. First of all, within the community, within the, among Anash, when you have a, a, mis- a problem, something seems problematic, how do you go about it? What, what's the, do we do Teichacha? How do we do it? Also, Shlichus and Mivtzayim. Is Shlichus and Mivtzayim based somehow on the concept of Teichacha? How does that work? And and people are not quite uh, behaving as they should. So can you keep quiet? How does that work? So that's what I wanted to discuss. So I started with the Shalos Shovas as a bit of a Hakdama. Uh, I think it happens to be, I'm not 100% sure, but as far as I can tell, this may be the first serious discussion of the parameters of Echeyach Techeyach in, in history, in Halachic history, in Shalos Shovas. In this tshuva, he's been signed to Maram Lublin, which is also interesting in his own right for a different time. But there it's Mamash Pekitzer, one kata. Here's like a whole shakavataya back and forth. But of course, we already went uh, over time. So, um, and, uh, you know, even Pekitzer, this was a uh, pretty bad. So we're going to have to leave the rest, the actual discussion about the uh, Techacha for, uh, for a different time and to make a say there in these halachas and uh, to go over how the Rebbe used it, because the Rebbe actually used the, the concept of the Chayach Techeyach a lot. For another time.